This episode of the Happy Hour is brought to you by Sci-Fi Saturdays Bartow. It's going to be February 21st, 2015. It's going to be at 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. And it's going to be free in downtown Bartow. What's going to happen there, Deuce? They're going to have sci-fi vendors, costume contests, music, food, and family fun. They're even going to have Star Trek IV The Voyage Home on the two-story high movie wall. And guess who else is going to be there? A happy hour with Johnny and Deuce is going to be there, so you got to come check it out. Find them on Facebook at Sci-Fi Saturdays Bartow, and that's Sci-Fi spelled S-Y-F-Y, just like the television network, Saturdays Bartow. Do it. Hello, internets. My name is Johnny Womack, and of course I have... Deuce, what's going on, man? Hey, Deuce. And of course, if you haven't heard, this is the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. Yes, it is. And of course, we start off every single episode of the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce with the happy Deuce salute. Yes, sir. In Let's stereo in this stereo. time. Hold on. One, two. <sniffs> Might have the shorter can, so it didn't pop as oh, loud yeah. as yours. Man, the longer good times. Can, it's yeah. been a hot minute since both of yeah. us can drink at the we same just, time, we, since we're both healthy. We want to wish everyone a happy new year. I know we said this in our last episode, but 2015, Kyle. Man, it's crazy. awesome. It's it's going to be rolling like a freight train, baby. It's like a, it's a science fiction year. It know? is. You know, like, it was a Back to the Future. Back to the Future, yeah. that's what he went to, it was yep. 2015, you know. I still haven't got my damn hoverboard yet. Nope. Or flying cars. <laughs> or that can of Pepsi that nobody knows how to open. Uh, yeah, true. Or using um, video games with their mind. Yeah. So you can't use that like a baby's toy. <laughs> so Deuce, I, I thought we'd kind of start off a little bit more on on orthodox. Um, I'm not gonna lie, man. I'm not very happy with the product, the WWE product right now. Well, tell tell me what you're thinking, man. Yeah, what's, so, what's you got on so your brain? you folks out there, you know we're passionate about a lot of different things, but I'm a little ranting coming, man. I, a little rant. I'm uh, not happy with it. The whole are you are you caught up on on, on Raw and SmackDown? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you mean SmackDown, the highlight show? You mean the highlight show? Yeah. SmackDown used to be amazing back when they had the split brands, you know, oh, yeah. like the draft and everyone. You know, not now everyone's on both. And everyone's just, on both because I remember back in the day, and this was probably right after we were done with high school, probably the later end of my college, when one pay per view was a Raw pay per view, then the next pay per view was yeah. a SmackDown pay per view. Yep. Like yep. they never intermingled, and those nope. were awesome. I enjoyed those a lot. <clears throat> and uh, so, but I just feel like lately things are getting kind of boring, kind of predictable, like stale. Stale is a very good yeah. word. <clears throat> and uh, the whole authority stuff with John Cena and, and Seth Rollins oh, and, 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 you know, Ziggler saved the day and took away the authority. But the whole angle with Edge and Christian and Seth Rollins is going to uh, break his neck and. John Cena felt like he had to bring the authority back because, you know, Edge had a broken neck, if you didn't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't buy any of it. No one knows they're going to do a break. No one's going to break someone's neck live on television. Like, yeah. that's that's too much even for, the, even for the Attitude Era. So, yeah. like, I don't know. I just didn't buy that angle. I didn't care for that. And now that I like Stephanie and, and Triple H. Yeah. I think they're good on television. Yeah. Um, but I just... Daniel Bryan announcing that he's going to be at the Royal Rumble, which I'd, I, I believe when I see it. Yeah. I, I still think he's... If you ever watch him do the yes change, he's still very timid to me. Yeah. When he's lifting his yeah. hands up in the air, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just... There needs to be something to shake it up. 
stir it up a little bit because I mean it's becoming predictable now. You, you got Seth Rollins, just the Money in the Bank um, yeah. winner. Uh, he's going in as a triple threat match. Yeah, for the heavyweight title. Yeah, which I, I I still don't even know what to think about that. The only thing I can think, and this might be telegraphing a little bit, is if they throw him in the match, then it's not the final Brock versus Cena match, and maybe that's what they're going to go for at WrestleMania is Brock versus Cena singles one on one, and they threw him in. So you've still got Brock and Cena, but you see what I'm saying? So it'll be a disqualification or shenanigans will happen. So. Right. Then they'll finally work it to where Brock versus Cena one on one for the title at WrestleMania, and then maybe have a stipulation. You know, like if John Cena wins, the authority goes away, or I don't know. There's a hundred ways you could work it. But. I'm just not a fan of the product right now. I watch it still each week. We both yeah. do, but it's just there needs to be something to change it up. Uh, I, and I felt bad for the Ascension. They they didn't get a very good pop. No, oh. and they haven't gotten a, a, a good pop the past couple times they've been on. And in my opinion. I don't think they've given them enough time. Like I agree. You need to give them like a good 10, 15-minute match because those guys can go. They're awesome, dude. NXT, we've touted last year, 2014, you know how amazing NXT the product was, and I enjoy every. It's a great product. Yep. Heck, it's actually such a good product. I've heard word on the street that some cable companies are trying to court them to actually being able to air the NXT pay-per-views on pay-per-view. That would be awesome. Yeah, and I mean, it's just extra revenue for WWE. Oh, yeah. I mean, if I was WWE, I'd be like, sure, you know, we're giving away on the network for yeah. free. But, I mean, and it's not even just the WWE product. The the Total Divas, I don't know if you've caught up no, with No, I that. have not seen any okay. of this season. They just showed the first episode with Paige, and, dude, that was a train wreck. How is it? Yeah, and here's the thing. Let's preface our comments. We love Paige. She's a legit wrestler. Oh, I love Paige. We too. love her. She's yeah. amazing, and, I, and we've had... You, Check ten episodes ago, we kind of talked about our reservations about Paige being yeah, the total divas, and I think that this is why I had those reservations because they're kind of making her out to be a clown, right? Like the 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 mild spoilers for Johnny and anybody out there has to watch the first episode. Her and Natty go to a party because you know Natty's supposedly still having a riff with TJ or whatever. They do, go to a party at Fandango's place, and there's this big plate of brownies, and Natty decides she wants a brownie. Well, she's halfway through, and Paige is like, hey, how you feeling? And he's like, I don't know, I feel good. And basically says that there's some kind of, she doesn't say what, but like there's some kind of drugs in it THC or whatever. or something? Yeah, yeah. So Natty starts freaking out. Well, of course, the next episode of Raw, they have drug testing. So Natty's like, oh, oh my God, I'm going to get busted, blah, blah, blah. This is a soap opera, man. Oh, it's super soap opera. <laughs> I haven't even gotten to the worst part. So Natty's freaking out so bad, she decides that if I run my car into a dumpster and say I had an accident, then we can miss Raw and I won't have to take this drug test. And the, uh, one of the, uh, whichever Funkodactyl still left is like, hey, uh, what are you going to do? Like run your car into something every week? Because it's 30 days to get that out. Long story short, takes a drug test, passes a drug test, and then Paige comes to her house and is like, hey, you know how I told you there was something in that brownie? Totally a joke. And it's like, A, super not funny, and B, it just makes you look terrible because she's super young. She's only like 21, and Natty's got to be in her mid-20s, you think? Oh, um, she's like 33, 34. I'm going to say mid-20s just because I like Natty. And I, oh, I do too, <laughs> but she's been wrestling forever. Yeah, she that's that's been the for way I'm looking minute. at it. Yeah. yeah. He's a very seasoned wrestler. But uh, definitely, but just the whole way, and, and then they kind of spin it like, you know, Natty was kind of like, you know, you played this trick on me, and I'm a vet, and not only are you a newbie, you're like a super newbie, and you won the title your first night out, and girls don't like you already, and then you do this to me, and I had your back. Like, 
it just the way they're spinning it just went really. You you it, guys can't see what's yeah. happening, but I, I just did a face palm, a face yeah. palm a couple yeah. of times. Epic uh, face palm. Epic that. face palm. I, this. A, there's no way this is legit now. Before the first season, you were unsure if it was like an actual first really. first season was super, I would say it was kind of like a shoot. Like it was, or a work shoot work would be shoot, better. Yeah, yeah because you, there was some realisticness to it. But now, because the people that make it, Jonathan, I'm going to mess their names up. It's Jonathan Murphy and somebody else. They're the ones who do real world, who did road rules. Like these guys are like the champion. These were the original inventors of, of reality, reality TV, TV besides yeah. Survivor. Um, you know, so they know what they're doing, and each year it's got more and more scripted to the point of now. I'm just kind of over it. Like, I mean, it used to be amazing. Oh yeah, man, I loved it, and right now I'm really watching it because of Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> Straight up, I keep watching it because I'm like, well, I used to like this, and I love WWE, and I love Natty. Like anything with Natty, I'll watch. Period. Because right. I love Natty. She's, She's awesome. Awesome. She's great. So I'm like, well, I'll keep watching because Natty's on there, and hopefully we'll see TJ because I love TJ to death. He's Tyson Kidd's an amazing wrestler. He's he is. a workhorse. Oh, he's yeah. he's amazing. So it's like basically I'm just watching for the two of them, and then I have to kind of drudge through everybody else. And and I hate it because I love Paige, and I really was excited for her getting added to the show. But it's like if you're gonna punk her out like this, that's not you, you know, know. Is Daniel Bryan on the show still? And and he's on and the Bree. show still. Him and Bree, but. Oh, I'll tell you the ones that are scripted the most is Bree and Nikki. Like, uh, like it's bad. Like it's really bad. And like Bree and Nikki got in this big fight this week's episode. And I'm watching. I'm like, this is so staged. Like, you know, I understand that. I mean, Nikki and Bree are somewhat actors, you could say. Yeah. But like their mom and you know their brother are not actors. So quit feeding them lines and quit just make it happen naturally. Like you need to go, okay, you're gonna have this argument about this and go and just film it. Don't like have it scripted out because I'm I'm seeing like her brother say stuff and I'm like, Oh yeah, that's totally scripted. And then yeah. <laughs> her mom actually does a really good job. The Bella's mom's a hell of an actress. Like she seems normal when she you know she's talking, but sometimes when the brother talks I'm like he like he wants his own spinoff. Like I don't know what's going on, but it's like he's he's got a game plan. So yeah. you never know. I don't know, man. I just I don't know where the WWE goes because this is kind of like I guess this has turned into our, our Royal Rumble preview episode. Yeah. Uh, the only match people really go to see the Royal Rumbles, a the Royal Rumble and the, the main Rumble. event. Yeah. The main event. Uh, I love I love the the feuds between Bray Wyatt and uh, Dean Ambrose, but I'm not sure oh, yeah. they. How do you top what they've been doing? Lately, I don't. Uh, to be honest, in my opinion, I don't think you do. And if you've noticed, Bray Wyatt's been getting over. He has, yeah, he yeah. definitely. And I think the reason being is they're setting him up to fight Undertaker at WrestleMania. You think so? I really do. Hmm. Now, I, I think basically this is what they're going with. They're going with okay, we've got him penciled in with Undertaker, and if for some reason if Undertaker can't go, then they'll do like some huge blowout match between the two of them, like a TLC match or just something nuts between the two of them. Because, I mean, think about it. If Undertaker can't go and Bray can't fight him, the only person I see him fighting is Ambrose. But it needs to be like a TLC. Like, it needs to be a, a maybe even a straight-up hardcore match. Be That'd like, be awesome. Like, the authorities say, look, you know, we haven't had one of these in a while, but this is straight-up hardcore match. Right. And, you know. Well, speaking of the authority, they were back on Raw, and it was John Cena appreciation night. Like a big yeah, slap in the yeah. face kind of thing. And... You know, it's funny, when they were watching these old clips, John Cena was still never really over. Like, I was watching yeah. the crowd, I'm like, people, half of them didn't cheer yeah. like they do now. For some reason, I envisioned in my head, 
you know, when you look at the past, you always kind of look at it differently. With rose-colored glasses. Right, and I'm yeah. like, oh, Sean Cena's always been loved, and he's just now getting the hate the last mm. couple of years. Nope. People's- he's never always been, like, all the way over. Like, I'll tell you what, in my opinion, I think when he was the most over was when he was doing, like, the whole thug life gimmick and kind of doing the, the kind of rapper gimmick. Yeah. He was over because, like... Thugonomics. Thugonomics, yeah, yeah. the master of thugonomics. <laughs> I, dude, I love that. I've still got my thugonomics oh, yeah. t-shirts and stuff. Good times. Like, I liked it, and it was cool because it was kind of hip and edgy, and, like, young people liked it. Like, because I remember, God, we're talking, like, uh, I want to say 2003, four when that happened. So I was still in college, and, like, people were like, yeah, man, the Cena guy, he's pretty cool. And, like, you know, and hip-hop was still, well, not that it's not popular now, but it was, like, real popular with us. And we were like, this is pretty cool, man. Yeah. And, like, we were digging him. But then, like... When he started going like super clean cut baby faces, when we were all just like, and eh, we're done, because you know, well, he'll never go face again. The, if they do, he's retiring the next. Well, year. he's baby face now, but I'm saying like I don't think he'll ever go heel. He'll never go heel, yeah. Because no, if he does heel so. again, um, I think it's done. He's done. Like I think they could see him do it as like his final year, like just to go out like crazy. But how do they want to tarnish his legacy? Because the McMahon, you know, he's he's. That's his fanboy. That's his teacher's pet kind of thing. I it mean, is, but see, the thing is, and, and this is where WWE keeps shooting themselves in the foot. They have all this footage. They need to rewatch the old stuff. Like, I'm going to the gym every day, and I've been watching the Monday Night Wars, and I'm just watching it and dissecting it, and I'm like, look, when did Hogan get popular again? When he went Hollywood Hulk Hogan, the NWO, and that blew up. Like, huge. I mean, huge. Yep. If you have him flip... I mean, literally, there are people that have left the wrestling product that may come back because they're like, holy cow, John Cena really went heel? And, like, will get interested again. And, you know, look at Hogan now. Like, he's gone back to babyface. And, I mean, he'll be with the company forever. So, just because you turn him heel doesn't mean, oh, my God, he's got to be heel forever. He... People will flip-flop forever mm-hmm. in the wrestling business, and they always will. So, don't right. think that because you make him heel for two or three years doesn't mean he can't go back baby i mean look at look at the big show he's flip-flopped so many times he flips flops like every other week like (laughs) at this point like i can't even tell you if he's a face or a heel right now like he just like you want me to do what i'll beat up the good guy this week next week oh oh you want me to beat up the good guy okay like you just you know and god bless big show i think that's such an underutilized talent he's like He's so awesome, so charismatic, so good at a lot of things, and I just feel like they're just kind of like... Well, he's on his last leg. Yeah, he may Physically, be. Physically, yeah, because yeah, like he's been he's, there forever. He's slow in the ring. His match is usually short. You know, like, he yeah. doesn't really do a lot. Like, he he got to a point, too, where he... I don't know, like, the whole gimmick about him... Was it him and his family, like, you know, having to go paycheck to paycheck with, with Triple oh, H yeah, and Oh, yeah, when they were going to fire him and uh, stuff. And I'm like... Dude, he's been in movies. He's been fine. I, he's I still didn't... getting Waterboy paychecks. He is. He's fine. He's fine. He's Captain Antheno. Yeah. <laughs> um, but let, let's recap here Monday Night Raw. So John Cena is John Cena's appreciation night. And all of a sudden Ziggler and Ryback and all these people get the can. Yeah. I'm like, well, that just undoes everything that Sting did. Yeah. <laughs> it undoes, undoes uh, everything Ziggler did to yeah. take the authority away. Like, what was the point of that? I didn't see any reason by doing that. Here's my theory on that. My theory on that is they're setting up now, like, Sting's pissed off. He'll come back every week and he'll start jumping people. And They need to have him, they need to have him on television. They regularly. need to have him on. And I think because the, this set that up, I think that'll happen. I think he'll be at Royal Rumble for sure. But also, I think this is going to set up some big match where it's like Ryback, 
Dolph Ziggler. Um, who was the other one that got fired? Zach Rowan? Oh, Eric Rowan. Eric yeah. Rowan. I think it's going to set up some match where the three of them fight the other three guys from the Survivor Series match at WrestleMania. And if they win, they get their jobs back or something like that. You know what I mean? Right. So, I mean, I see the angle they're setting up, so I'm not that upset about it. But I think it's going to bring Sting back more in the picture, which I want. Like, well, I want more Sting. They don't get asses in the seats, man. Yeah. Have Sting on and be like, oh, Sting's coming Next night, Monday Especially, night. all you got to do is basically replay everything he did in WCW when he was fighting MWO. Y- right. You just replay that whole program. Yep. Like, hey, you know, Sting's... You know, he still looks like he's in decent shape, he's dude. He's in great shape, Because he was man. still wrestling in TNA for a while. Oh, yeah, and we saw him live a bunch yep. of times because TNA used to tape here in Orlando. Right. And, yeah, they haven't taped there in a couple years, but the last time I saw him wrestle, he was in shape, man. He was ripped. Rest in peace, TNA. We, yeah. we haven't heard any new contract. I'll, no, no, they've got a new they? contract. They got did a new they? contract with Destination America, and their first episode with Destination America was last night. The only thing that sucks is, even though I've got like the Buku Super Duper cable package, I can find the son bitch. I looked all that's, over for that's, it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Rest in peace, yeah. TNA. Yeah. You're not going to... You think you were having a hard time on Spike? On Spike? Oh, now, now when a guy who's a wrestling fan who's looking for you can't find you? Yeah, that's going to be problems. So, we we predicted it here at the Happy Hour Johnny Induce. TNA will be no more in the next six months. Uh, I'd give them a year. A year? A full year they can I, last, do you think? i at least a year. Yeah, because they just re-signed a bunch of people. Plus, they got a lot of money from this Destination uh, America wow, I've never channel. even heard of this channel before you tonight. Well, they're giving them like six hours a week. Like, they're giving them like three hours for, or I can't remember, it's two or three for Impact. But then there's like two other shows. One's going to be like a reality behind the scenes show. <sighs> wow. And then they're having another show, which is like Best of TNA, which is going to show the old matches, which for them, is, it's just a paycheck. Like, right. oh, let's pull some out the library and show it. That's free money. But they re signed Awesome Kong, Kurt Angle re signed, The Wolves re signed, uh, Matt and Jeff Hardy re signed. Like, all the big names just re signed. So that makes me think they'll at least go another year. Um, you know, but I we'll said that channel is just a. Yeah, I mean, I can't even find it on my cable package, and I've got like the Buku super high def, all the channels. You and know. that's the thing is, when you change, even WWE had issues when they went to TNN. Remember, mm-hmm. like they had issues with the marketing and, and trying to tell people, hey, you need to yeah. go to this channel. Yeah, you know, go to this channel. That's why I think it, it's inevitable that, that WWE is just gonna have everything through WWE Network. Yeah, it makes more sense. Yeah, you it, know? And, and I think at the end of the day, they will. The pro- the only reason they haven't yet is because of the contracts with uh, NBC Universal. Well, just think about it. If all of a sudden WWE said in six months Raw and SmackDown and everything will only be on the network, yeah, you're gonna get so many subscribers. It it's gonna be insane. Yeah. Then you're not gonna have to worry about the money anymore. So. Well. That's true, but the other thing is I think they still want to at least be on cable showing every week. Yeah, but cable, think about it. Cable is dying. I mean, it, the the whole way we consume media and everything with, you know, with HBO Go and all this stuff like people are kind of looking at that subscription-based services like that. It is, but I will say this because I, a friend of mine used this argument on me a long time ago. He's like, "Yeah, you're right, but what about, you know, Mr. Jim who lives on the back 40 in a trailer?" Who's you know maybe got a direct TV or something like that? Who maybe doesn't have the best internet in the world? At least you know with direct TV now. But this was way back in the day because the argument we used was who's got an antenna, which people don't even use antennas right. anymore. But you know, yeah, I mean, because think about it. You know, wrestling does have a very southern, ba- not that the, the northerners don't like it too, but it definitely has at least for me personally southern appeal, a, a southern appeal. And some of those people don't have like 
you know, the greatest internet of the world or whatever. But, you know, I can turn on USA, which is on most basic cable packages or sci-fi, and I can watch it. Right. So, you know. I think they need to do something to shake shake up the product. They need to do something to change up SmackDown, make it more like... It's got to quit being a, a repeat show because, you know, <laughs> because I'm an old man. Uh, the past few Fridays in a row, I've actually been going to bed early because <laughs> I've had stuff I had to do because Barley's right. obedience class was on Saturday. Barley's my pug for listeners out there. Um, so I'd go to bed early. So what I would do is I'd get in bed and watch SmackDown and basically just fall asleep watching SmackDown. Right. And 90% of it was like... Let's this show you what, what happened, happened on Raw. Raw yeah, jinx. Like two weeks ago, yeah. and it's like, are you serious, bro? Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm here to watch wrestling now. Every once in a while, you get a couple good matches, but a lot of it's just repeat. And it's like, why am I even taping this? Because I DVR Raw and I DVR SmackDown. It's like, why am I even wasting the space on my DVR? You know, the other thing I noticed on this last uh, Raw was the fact that they had like all the wrestlers that were in the ring, and like yeah. I haven't seen half these guys. Yeah. Yeah, it's Darren like, Young still with the company. Yeah, I haven't seen him in forever. Went in a Zack Ryder sighting. It's like, I was whoa. like, whoa! <laughs> it's so strange. Like, what are they doing with some of these people? Well, that's a funny thing. And also, next week is when uh, SmackDown's moving back to Thursdays because Sci-Fi Channel's bringing back their Sci-Fi Friday Night lineup with like all their original shows are going to be on Friday night. So it, it's good news for WWE because that's the the biggest ad revenue night is Thursday night. You get more. Uh, money for ads on Thursday night so that's good for them but you know I, I'm really interested to see because NBC might be like look that's our biggest ad revenue night you gotta step it up you gotta give us a better product because if you give us a repeat show people are gonna switch and you know go watch something I think that's else. what's happening because I, I don't know anyone that's really watching Smackdown I mean I like I said lately I've been watching because it's helping me go to sleep at night right. on Fridays. Um, but I, like our buddy Brian, I know he watches it pretty religiously. And usually I'll I'll do what I call the Cliff Notes version. Like I'll fast forward and if like there's a match I really want to see, I'll watch that. But if not, I'll fast forward to the end. I mean, I'm watching it too. I mean, Deuce and I are both watching it, but I just don't yeah. really see a huge reason to watch it. Like no, it's not like there's a storyline, like a piece of a storyline where it's like, oh my god, I missed that. Now I'm lost in the story. Or, god, it almost feels know. like a, a poor version of Saturday Night uh, Main Event. Yeah, or, or Shotgun Saturday Shotgun Night is Saturday exactly Night. Yeah. what it feels like. Because it's like, yeah, there'll be some good matches, but there's nothing where it's like, oh man, I missed that. Now I don't know what's going on with the story. And then God forbid if anything actually happens, trust me, they'll show it a hundred times on Raw. Oh so. yeah. So We'll see. I, I just hope that you know, with with the Royal Rumble, because they they haven't they haven't since their inception of the WWE Network, they haven't been able to recoup all that lost money yet. No, so. no. And I now the good thing is I was reading today like a bunch of countries are about to get it, like Ireland and okay. that'll help a lot. Yeah, like there's a bunch of like new countries that weren't able to get it. They're about to get it here in the next that'll week, help. two weeks. So I, yeah, I definitely think that'll help them recoup the money. But they're gonna. They're going to have to figure something out because think about all the money they're losing for pay-per-view buys now. So, especially WrestleMania because, like, I bought WrestleMania, same thing Royal Rumble. I bought every single pay-per-view that WWE had every year. I haven't bought one since I got the network. Right. Oh, take that back. I got WrestleMania last year because it was the first one. And I'm like, look, these parties are way But they've been big. working fine. Yeah, since. they've been working like a champ. So, and we knock on wood, we haven't hit any problems, you know? So yeah, just definitely hit us a line, um, hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. Let us know what you think about the product, the WWE, and yeah. what would you do to kind of spice it up a little bit? Yeah, I would definitely want to hear from you because I, I, I'm always interested to hear what other people's opinions are. And definitely, uh, you know, I, th- I think 
this, in my opinion, is going to kind of be a make it or break it WrestleMania. Like, if this oh, yeah, WrestleMania definitely. sucks, I think people might leave for like a hot, like, I'm borderline. On, if it wasn't WrestleMania season, I would have walked away from the product already. Mm-hmm. So I told you, like, the last two pay-per-views, there have been, like, two people at my house, if that, to watch it. And it used to be we'd have 30, 40 people at the oh, house. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, they were ragers, but mm-hmm. I don't know. They're going to have to get it together. Yep, so definitely hit us online. We're going to take a small break, and when we get back, we're going to be talking about the PlayStation Now. And we're back with the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. And uh, I sent you a link earlier this week, Johnny, about the whole new, uh, basically the subscription service for the PlayStation Now. You sure did. Yeah, what's going on with that, man? Well, it's so funny. I felt like the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce were almost like a Nostradamus. Because uh, we've been <laughs> predicting things lately, and it's really funny. The, you know, you, we were talking in our last episode with our, our good friend Jason Kuntz about... You know, the PlayStation Now has a really weird structuring system when it yeah, comes it to, you know, when it comes to paying, you know, playing and, and you have, you know, not everything's the same price and this and that. And and now you sent me the link saying that they're, we predicted in the episode that they're yeah. going to be doing a subscription-based service, which I thought they should have done. From the know, Jump Street. From the Jump Street. You know, they had that open beta for a while. Yeah. Which and, was a train wreck. Right. Now, I tried it when it was free. We didn't have to, you know, and it worked really well. I was impressed. But it's only PS3 games. Yeah. That was, that was the whole thing. That you and I were yeah. like, man, I'd love to play PS1 and PS3. The whole catalog would be awesome, right? They, uh, the link to- that you sent me, Spermit said, uh, this is from the actual PlayStation uh, yeah. blog. So it's the official PlayStation uh, blog site. They said, announcing January 13th, they'll be launching a new subscription service for PlayStation Now. They'll provide an instant, unlimited access to a catalog of more than 100 PS3 games. And there's two types of plans. Now, this is... I want to get yeah. your thoughts on yeah. this. One month for $19.99 or a three-month package for $44.99, which is about 15 per month. The subscription provides access to a large and diverse catalog of PS3 games, ranging from, from RPGs, blah, blah, blah. So they want to give you a discount by doing it for three months at a time. What's your thoughts on that price point? Twenty dollars a month is way too high. So I think it's high. I think it's way too high. I think fifteen dollars a month is too high. I think nine ninety nine is a magic number. I think it is too because I can tell you right now, like because they're not doing the PS one and PS two games. Because here's the thing: if you did the PS one and PS two games. Along with the PS3 games, I'd give you $15 yeah, well, a month. Easy. I, easy. And the thing is, 100 PS3 games isn't the whole PS3 catalog. No, what the heck games. is that yeah. all about? That's not even the whole backlog. No. Like, what, what? So you're getting... I'm sorry. I'm, I, I still feel like they don't understand. The, the, we love you, Sony, but we, yeah. we you're confused on this. Yeah. 9.99 for 100 PS3 games. Yeah. 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 You know, do, do 9.99. 15.99 is... And like you said, I'd be I'd be more than willing. I'd pay twenty bucks right now. They'd have my money right now a month. I'd be subscription based on that. Twenty yeah. bucks a month if the back catalog of PS one, PS two, PS three. Yep. You got my money. The Happy Hour Johnny Deuce would love to give you our money, but because I can tell you right now, on one hand, the games I want to play on PS three, I never beat Uncharted three. I've still haven't beaten any of the God of War games. So it's God of War Collection, God of War three, and also the Kingdom Hearts games. If they added those, the remasters. I'd play those. So that's five games total. 
that's all I play because I'm not going to go back and play old PS3 games. I mean, I had a PS3, and I still got my PS3 at the house. And no offense, any of those games, I can probably go get used for like 10, 15 bucks. Yeah, so who who yeah. are they catering to when it comes? That was the thing is what we were talking yeah, about in our last I episode. I don't we- know who they're catering to. Are they catering to people who just bought a PS4 and this is like their first system and oh, they never had a PS3? A good point. Especially maybe. if it's maybe a younger crowd. True. Like, you know, yeah. people that are middle school, high school that this is like their big system. They, they never got around to playing a PS3. Yeah. That's a good point. Or, or maybe there's some PS3 games you want to play, like the ones I just mentioned. But still, even if I did that, all I would do is maybe buy it for a month when it was like a dead month. Like, oh, there's no new games coming out for a month. All right, screw it. I'll spend the 20 bucks and play some PS3 games I haven't played in a while. So I've got something new to play. That's a good point. Actually, you've, you've made me op- actually think about it a little bit differently. I didn't even really yeah. think about it because you're not you're not you're not required to do a a, a subscription like contract. Yeah, you know, you just have the one month or the three for forty five yeah. or whatever. And, and uh, as much as I hate to say it, I'd almost do the three for forty five. But you know, it'd be like okay, prime example. Right now, it's a video game drought, right? The next big game doesn't come out till next month, which is Evolve. In the, the order. In the order. Um, you know, so I've got a month. Now, I, because I'm an idiot, bought, like, a, a stack of games oh, like yeah, my ECAP during Christmas. So yep. I've got a backlog. Right. So it's like I'm, I'm playing Far Cry 4 right now like a mofo. Once I beat that, I'm jumping into the crew, and then I'm going to jump uh, back into Grand Theft Auto Five. Right. For PS4, so it's like I've got games to play. So if it's like if if I knock down one pin, there's two more standing behind it. But if I was somebody who was like, look, you know, I don't have any games right now. Um, there's nothing I really want till next month. I can pay twenty bucks, and I've got a hundred different games I can try. And you can and play, play it on your PS4, your Vita, or your PS3. Oh, you can play it on your Vita as well. Yeah, so that's, that's something that interests cool. me. Yeah. Is be able to play Last of Us on the Vita sounds interesting. So, but the thing is, if you're Sony, you've got to push your big titles to the front in advertising. Yeah. Obviously, what doesn't make sense is The Last of Us because you just released that on PS4 remastered. Yeah. What yeah. that doesn't make sense. So you need something like a classic Final Fantasy or something yeah. to really like. All right, you guys can play this. But then again, they're porting Final Fantasy as we mentioned there, more seven, about seven yeah. over the PC port. So can't really do that. It's almost feel like they're shooting themselves in their foot, man. It is, and I would really like to look at that list of 100 games and see what's on there because I'm thinking, okay, any EA game, not just EA Sports, but any EA games out because they've got their online service now. Um, then you've also got um, Square Enix. I don't know how forgiving they're going to be with letting Sony just kind of give away their games for free. So I'm thinking it's mostly going to be Sony-exclusive titles and then maybe just some random off-brand stuff. Because like, when it first started, it was like, you could get F1 2009 for, you know, to play on it. It's like, who wants to play F1 2009? No one you know does. what I mean? No one does. So it's like, how many of that 100 is stuff nobody gives a shit about playing? True. And how much of it is stuff that people are like, oh, man, I really want to play that. Like, same thing with me. Like, I really want to play Uncharted 3 because I never beat it. And with the new Uncharted coming out, I'd like that piece of the story, you but, know? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I predict they're going to be doing an Uncharted trilogy remaster for PS4. Oh, that'd be epic, right? That would be epic. But the bad thing is, I beat one and I beat two. The only one I didn't beat is three. But if they give me the remaster, it's like forty bucks. I might be like, you know what? Screw it. I'll, yeah. I'll spend the forty. I know. Bucks. I, I, Naughty Dog has my money. I, I, I've beaten all three, but I would play no, them Abby. again. I play them again to, yeah. on PS4. Well, I'll tell you what. Think about how good it looked. Because like one of the. 
I, I bought my PS3, and one of the first games I bought was the original Uncharted, and I bought uh, God of War 3, and I bought the God of War Collection. For some reason, Uncharted sat there for like a long, long time before I got to it, and then I finally beat it, and it was like, that game's amazing. But the graphics were, they were good, but they weren't great. But think about it, if you could remaster it and put it on PS4, I bet the graphics would be stupid good looking. So, yeah, I just think... I still think the magic number is nine ninety nine. I think if they can figure that out, I think, I think everybody's starting to figure out that's a magic number. Because here's the thing: even they said, "Look, we'll do it for nine ninety nine, but you got to sign a a, a a contract for six months." Prime example: WWE Network when it first started it was nine ninety nine, but you had to sign a contract for six months. I said, "Here's my money because it's nine ninety nine. I you ding me for nine ninety nine a month. It's like okay." You know that's a value meal, yep. Or you know whatever it, you yeah. know it's lunch. Yeah. So it's like, all right, I eat one less lunch out. Oh yeah. well. Yep. But you know when it's fifteen bucks, it's like, whoa, wait a minute. You know that adds up quick. Yeah. So Deuce, Samsung. You're familiar with that company? I am. They make phones. They make televisions. Big news just got announced. Samsung TVs will play PlayStation games without a PlayStation in 2015. What? How are yep. they going to do that? So, yeah, Sony and Samsung are essentially teaming up to provide uh, PlayStation games on their new Samsung smart TVs. They'll be uh, internet-connected TVs in the U.S. and Canada. Right. And, oh, okay, here's the caveat. It, it'll, it'll access PlayStation now. Oh, Lord. In the first half of next year, or this year. So that's how they're doing it. I, I read some of the thing. But you'll need a DualShock controller, and I guess it'll plug into the television. That's interesting. Maybe they'll have an adapter or something, like you plug it into the HDMI port through yeah, an adapter or I'm something like that. Yeah, I'm more on it, but they don't have an exact date. But I thought that was interesting, being able to have PlayStation Now as like a smart TV app yeah. that you can just plug, maybe let people kind of check it out, the service more. I mean, I, that's one yeah. thing. I guess if you're able to open that PlayStation Now service... Like, yeah, you might as well. I mean, basically, they need to cast the net as wide as humanly possible to get as much money. Because, like you said, they spent a ton of money when they bought who, that program. Gaikai. Gaikai. Yeah. So they're just doing whatever they can to get that money back. So it's like, okay, if we got to throw it on a Samsung TV, great. If we got to throw it on whatever, then they're going to do it. So that you familiar with a company called Nyko? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they make yeah. Uh, off-brand products. Uh, Pretty good. Decent. They actually have this really cool accessory that they're trying to get a uh, patent for that will allow you to swap your hard drive. I'm really interested in doing that That'd because be I want a bigger hard drive, but Same I'm here. not technical enough to be able to take it apart and put so, the new one in. Uh, so, yeah, it, you'll be able to, it's a peripheral that you'll be able to put on top of the PS4, right. and uh, it'll, be it'll let you plug in an external hard drive. Because awesome. uh, right now, you know, the, there's only a 500, unless you get the, the Assassin's Creed bundle yeah. for a one terabyte. There's only a five Call of Duty bundle. Came the call, yeah, the Call of Duty, Call of Duty one, but only because before that you could plug in 3.5 inch drives, but they don't allow you to play games off them. You know, you right. could only you know put Basically photos put and videos, and music games, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but you couldn't. Yeah. So, but I think this is interesting because because uh, technically PlayStation doesn't support it, yeah. but it's something that Nyko is able to kind of like sidestep. Sidestep is yeah. a good way to put it. Yeah, that, it's kind of fascinating. Um, I definitely. Because you can technically take a hard drive out, yeah. and a friend of mine literally took his hard drive out of, of his PS4 when he bought it at launch and put yeah. a terabyte in there. Yeah. You can do that. It's a little bit of a process, but I think this is like the, the, the dummy's guide to yeah. putting in a, uh, a hard drive. Well, I've got two questions for you. One, if you, like, say your buddy, he got it at launch, he put the terabyte in, did that void his warranty? 
Ooh, that's a really good question. I have and, no idea. And here's my question part two. If you buy that Nyko thing and you plug it on there, it does it void your warranty? No, because it's just plugging in the back of your... You're not actually removing anything. Well, then that might be the biggest selling point there. Like, yeah. look, you can buy this this hard drive. You'll get more hard drive space, and you will not void your warranty. Right. I would do that like that because yeah. I'm like, look, I bought the extended warranty. What would you pay for this? Do they, haven't, they don't have a price point on here, but what would you feel comfortable paying for for this? See, that's the problem because I don't know how much things like that cost because I'm not a tech guy like you. Well, you can get like a, a regular external hard drive, you know, a decent terabyte for like 100 bucks or less. Well, no, I'd say pay. probably like anywhere between. Now, this know. wouldn't be the hard drive. This is just an extension reader so it can read the hard drive. This is just a peripheral that you plug in, like an external hard drive into. Because right. right now, if you plug an external hard drive in the PS4, it only detects movies and music. It doesn't detect game saves. So it's saves. basically what you're saying is it's an external hard drive, but I can save anything I want to it. Well, the device itself is just a reader. Like, it has it has a USB port built in okay. that goes on top of your PlayStation 4. Right, right. And then when you buy a different external hard drive, say so you already have a 2 terabyte external hard drive, yeah. you plug it into that little Nyko device, which is on top. Right. It reads it for you. Okay. So the actual Nyko is not a hard drive. It's just a reader for the hard drives. Because right now, if you try to plug in a PlayStation 4 external hard drive, it won't detect game saves, or it won't let you save games to it. Well, see, that threw me for a loop, because I yeah. didn't understand that part. Yeah. Um, I don't know. If it's just a reader, and I'm still going to have to buy the hard drive separate, right. I'd say, I don't know, 30 40 bucks. I mean, because basically, I'm going to have to buy that piece and then spend $100 to get a terabyte. And then what all can I do once the reader's hooked up? Anything, pretty much. Yeah, uh, so I could put save games, I could oh, install yeah. games to Everything, it. yeah. Well, I'd say maybe 30 40 bucks. Yeah, it, it, it'll actually, the PlayStation, the, the, it'll actually detect it as its full hard drive. So, oh, wow. So, like, it won't tell the difference. For example, if you you have your normal PlayStation hard drive that's already built inside, pu- plugging a 2-terabyte drive, it'll treat it as an additional hard drive that you can save wow. stuff to. Yeah. Now, here's the other rub on it that could be cool. Okay, say I did really well on my Far Cry, and I've got, like, a really far game save. Could I bring that over, hook it up to yours with my hard drive, and now you can see where yeah, I'm at? Yeah, definitely. That would be that's cool. That's pretty cool. Because that's the only thing. There's not memory cards on these new systems like there were on the Xbox 360. And, right. You know, so that would be cool be able to bring it, plug it in, and be like, hey, check this out where I'm at, Johnny, or hey, I've got, you know, all these fighters unlocked for Street Fighter or whatever. Speaking of uh, Sony, Sony uh, just announced this last quarter 18.5 million PlayStations have been sold. That's amazing. That's insane. Um, With more than 4.1 million units shifted worldwide since November 23rd, 2014. So that's a huge increase. Um, And it's funny because if you contrast it to the PS3, at this point, the PS3 had only sold 10.5 million units in in it. During that time span, yeah. and the PS2 had only sold 10.6, and of course the PS2 is the number one selling console ever. Uh, so it's outpacing even how good the PS2 was. It's outpacing the uh, the PS2 and PS1. So um, you know, I thought that was kind of fascinating. I think it'll be interesting to see, especially after the holiday season, once we get the final sales numbers for the Xbox One and PS4. Because it's been yeah. outselling the pe- Xbox One because their price drop yeah. had been... Uh, but did you see the price yes, was going I, back up? I did see. As of January 3rd, apparently all the prices are going back up. Which is normal. I, it doesn't make sense to me. We talked about this in our other episode about why why would they. 
because they they said it was a temporary yeah. price drop, a fifty dollar price cut for the holidays. I think and it might be to save face because remember they said it's a temporary price drop. Well, if they made it permanent, then they kind of just lied to everybody. So now they're like, you know what? We're going to bring the price back up to normal because think about it. Next time they go, hey, this is a limited edition price cut, people are going to jump on it because they're like, look, it's not going to go back to that price. It's going to, you know. Oh, did you see, though, that um, most retailers are getting away, getting around it? No. How are they getting the around Amazon it? The Amazon and Best Buy and GameStop and Target, Toys R Us, Newegg, they're all giving you a $50 gift card if you buy it. So it's like That's the same. a bad deal. It's the same I mean, idea. You're getting the same price. Now, the only thing is now. GameStop or Amazon or Newegg's got to eat that 50 bucks. They do. But you know what? Okay, yeah, I spend, you know, $400 for the system, but I've got yeah. a $50 gift card so I can pick out a game or something. <clears throat> so, Kyle, um, I don't know if you've been on the PlayStation Store recently, but the there's a placeholder for the Resident Evil HD. I saw that. It's going to be a cross-buy on PS3 and PS4, which I think is kind of weird because, I, I mean, they, they want to... They want to not ex- exclude their their last gen because there's a lot of people still playing right. PS3s, but I'd rather do PS4 and Vita. I don't know, yeah. but I don't know if they did a P- uh, Vita port anyways. But uh, I saw a placeholder for it, twenty bucks. That's uh, awesome, man. Uh, I want to know when it's coming out because January twentieth. Well, you need to remind me about that because yeah. I want to buy it. Because twenty dollars really, really is really no, good for a classic cheap. game yeah. remastered, and this was a remaster of the previous remaster back in yeah. 2002 so and we kind of talked about this and so this is a remaster of the gamecube version basically exactly yeah, yeah. so it's, it's going to look amazing uh, it's oh, going to yeah, sound the great GameCube version for what everybody has told me looked great so mm-hmm. and it's going to give you the uh like we said before it's going to give you the the multiple con- control figuration so yeah. like you can play the original tank version uh, which to do that i do no. not want to do that uh you need to do more of a traditional third person shooter which i think most people are going to use that model that's but. what i'm going to do because that's the reason why i said I, I bought it on the for the playstation 3 the ps1 version in the store and i gave up on it because it was like dude this is way too complicated way too hard when i had to do the tank version did you see uh the new playstation plus um games for this month i did not uh I'm glad we waited on First Light, the the this infamous Second Son DLC. Serious? They gave it's it out free, for free to nice. I'm gonna so download. You get a that download, get bitch. Home, yeah, yeah, because yeah, I'm excited to play it. It's free now. Well, I wanted to play it, but I was at the time. It's like I had other games coming right. out, and I'm like, look, I'm not dropping 15 bucks on a on a downloadable it's, game. It's free yeah. now, so well, like, awesome. check it out. I'm gonna check it out. So it's, sure. a, sta- it's a standalone. If you weren't aware, infamous First Light uh, is pretty much a standalone prequel, sort of. To uh, Second Son, uh, you play Fetch, the, the the chick who has the neon powers, and it's her story, which I'm I liked her in the yeah, game. Yeah, I did so too. She's cool. Like she had a cool story, and I kind of want to find out more about it. And I enjoyed the game, so yeah. So you definitely get your uh, PlayStation Plus worth money's worth out of that game. What else is coming out this month for? Do you know? uh, the Swapper, are you familiar with that? By Curve Studios. Uh, oh. it, it looks really interesting. Um, I, I don't know a lot about it, but the art style looks great. Uh, you also got, let me see what else you got. You've got, oh, the DuckTales remastered for a PS3, though. Because oh. they never did a PS4 version. Damn <laughs> it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was the big one there. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Um, I heard it was okay, the the, the remastered. Yeah. Uh, I love the classic. The original is amazing. Yeah. Um, but, and the other ones I don't remember, but those are the big three that, that kind of stand out uh, for me. Um, but definitely go check those out. Let us know what you think. We have a uh, email address, right, Kyle? Yes, we do, and you can hit us up, hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. 
Yes. So send us a line. Let us know what you think about the PlayStation Now. If you're going to do it, because we'd love to get your input on that. Oh, for sure. you're going to be doing it and whatnot. Uh, also, you know, let us know what you're playing right now. Because there's a lot. Uh, before we close our show, I kind of wanted to touch base on what Jason Kuntz had asked us. You oh, know, for sure. Because he asked us, what are we anticipating for 2015? And I, yeah. and I'll, at the time, I was on the spot. I didn't have time to think about it. And, uh, of course, we both said the order. The order looks awesome. It's got delayed a bunch of times. So I hope yeah. it's for its own good. I think it is. Um, and, of course, you know, who knows what's going to happen in 2015. We don't. There's a lot of uh, unannounced games right now. Just yeah. think about it. There's a lot of studios that are working on games that we have no idea are coming out. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Blow, the guy who did uh, My Wife Loves This Game, Braid, which is excellent. Yeah. It was an Xbox Live Arcade game uh, originally. And now it's, you know, you can, it's on all the services now. But... Uh, his sec his new game, The Witness, is coming out this yeah. year, and it looks phenomenal. It looks awesome. So, um, and I'm looking forward to that. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, there's there's just tons of games coming out this year, and uh, I'm curious because Deuce and I want to try our best to do a live podcast of uh, E3. This yes, year. we're definitely going to try and do a live podcast of E3. Also, maybe even do a live Twitch stream. We should E3. do a live Twitch yeah. stream. That's actually even a better idea. Yeah. Do a live Twitch stream. We can do both. Kill two birds. Yeah, because if you didn't know, we're in the process of getting getting a camera and getting this YouTube phenomenon going yeah. on. So we'll be doing... Now, so you'll be able to get two versions of the show. You'll get a, you'll get a live YouTube version as well as yeah. a if podcast you love version. the podcast MP3 version, you'll get that as well. So, because we do we do realize that there's a lot of people that love watching YouTube videos. Yeah. So we kind of want to be in that that uh, market there, that market space. Yeah, so, for sure. But uh, there's definitely, like I said, there's different several ways you can find us. HHpodcastshow at gmail dot com. There's also at uh, HHpodcastshow uh, on Twitter, and then I. Always have a hard time saying this. Uh, I always say it incorrectly, but it's twitch.tv forward slash happy hour podcast. Yep. That is our uh, Twitch. We're definitely going to be working on that because we have Sci Fi Saturdays. We do Sci Fi Saturdays. Bartow, it is right, right, right around the corner. We're very excited. It's super excited. I uh, can't wait to go and hang out with uh, Sean Serdinsky and Lori. Lois Lane. Lois Lane, yep. yeah, who was on a previous episode with us. Yep. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hope you guys can come out and see us. Uh, hopefully. Knock on wood, we're going to have some brand new happy hour with Johnny and do swag. Yeah. We'll be so, able to show and, off. And tell everyone about it. So, like, hey, yeah. come check it out. You know, yeah. there's a lot of cool events for people there. I mean, there's the Klingon karaoke, which looks awesome. Yeah. There's the Star Trek for the Voyage Home on the two-story high uh, movie wall. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff going on. Definitely uh, check it out. And you probably heard the commercial yeah. uh, during this episode. But uh, definitely, I mean, check it out. It's a free event for everyone. And you can't get better than free. No, exactly. And come hang out with your boys. You know, we're going to be there. It's going to be an awesome, awesome time. I can tell you that yeah. right now. So definitely check us out. Please leave us a line. Like we said, hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. We look forward to listening your, to your feedback and your comments. And uh, we hope you guys have a great 2015. It's already started off with a bang. Yeah, and, definitely uh, We're looking forward to it. So thank you so much for listening. Like we said, the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is a podcast made by fans for fans. And we do this for you twice weekly so thank you so much for all your feedback and support we appreciate it thank you deuces on the loose later